Welcome to Quitting Time, 5 o'clock on a Friday. Hopefully it's a payday for you. Congratulations, friend of the show. Yeah. I know how hard it is. I've been I'm, I've been in that 9 to 5 grind. We work till 7. I've been in the trenches with you, baby. I haven't done this my whole life. I'm 41 years old. I've worn a lot of hats, Fred. I know what it's like to get off at 5 o'clock on Friday. Isaiah. Go yep. have a coldie. Van had me meet him at 8 o'clock this morning to pick up a couch that he found on Craigslist. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. And deliver it to his new place. This is a real story. Uh-huh. And the lady had us pick it up from. She was so nice. Very nice. But I kept insinuating that Van would pop her back while we were there. She kept going, my back's sore. And I, I kept going. Van's like a chiropractor. He's like a, he's like a chiropractor. <laughs> the doctor. It's like 8 in the morning and Van's like, stop, dude. Like, she like, was very nice. She was so nice. Yeah. yeah. You know how nice she was? She, she had, called you afterwards. She had. A, she had. Good, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming she'll text. I think she's going to listen to the program today. By the way, hi, Rebecca, whose name I won't say her last name. No, don't. Uh, gave me a hug on my way out. She's oh. like, just like, got good vibes on. She's like, you're like super nice, and gave me a hug. Isaiah, there was like a tension there between them. Uh, it was a there mu- was, yeah, it was a mustache fan. Yeah, your mustache sucks. Yeah, but like, like <laughs> want me to show you what that couch do? That. <laughs> <laughs> she Isaiah, she looks at my truck and she goes, Oh, my couch is way too big for this truck. And I had a moment where I go, Do you not know the size of couches? Yeah. couches or trucks. Couches do not come in a size that is so much greater than the bed of a truck and extended tailgate. Sure. You know how I know? I've been on couches. How is this logical to you? Where do you think this couch came from? Like Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. Like, what do you, do you... Where have you seen couches before? Do you remember this couch being delivered to you with a red flag hanging off the back of it? <laughs> Maybe it's one of those big L couches. It was not. No. No. It was just a normal human-sized couch. Isaiah says L couch. Sectional. Like, you know it's called a sectional, Isaiah. Mm. Like, L couch. It wasn't in Spanish. Yeah. Slang. It's it not the L, couch. L couch. <laughs> <laughs> I caught them a little late. <laughs> you don't say. A giggle's a giggle. And now here we are, still working, all these hours later. Sure. And then you it's have a me, long productive day. And then you have me eat green chili over at Sadie's to expose. Van, hey, this is real, Isaiah. Van was like, "Fred, you're going to start eating green chili. And you're going to do it at the best place in town to freaking do it, Sadie's." I said, "Twist my arm, dude. Figure you, it out." You should have seen him, Isaiah. It was so adorable. The apprehension. He like. Literally dipped his fork into the chili. <laughs> to get it. And then took one bite of something. He had like a very like pleasant surprise look on his face, though. Like He enjoyed it for the first time. Like whole- the fear was gone. So I don't know if I had the same quality as Sadie's, but I'll say the first time I actually enjoyed green chili was a few weeks ago. And I had a, it was a Whataburger bacon, sam- uh, bacon cheeseburger. And I, did not, I didn't ask for them to put on green chili. They <laughs> okay. put it on. That's and very I, I Houston of them. I was pretty good it's kind of like a game like a competitive game like see how bad i can like ignore the burn there is a burn a little burn my napkin became a kleenex <laughs> that's part of the whole process i you're mean clearing out your sinuses you're infusing your system with vitamin c you get delicious new mexican cuisine the best place you can get it the whole time i kept going <sighs> Fine, you know, whatever. Tasted good. Also, I got so distracted from 
that death metal band we just had in here yeah. that uh, forgot to go get our 5 o'clock sodies. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. 5.15 sodies now. You know who also forgot yesterday was the day to work? The Green Bay Packers. Yeek. Rub it in. Hey, they suck, dude. Jordan I, Love sucks. I don't miss a lot of Packers primetime games yeah. as a Packers fan. Go Pack Go was more no pack no yesterday. Yeah. But I'm glad I was too busy to watch that one. Because that hurt reading the box score. Dude, it was not good. Oof. And they're getting booed off the field. In Lambeau. Also, why are there so many Lions fans at Lambeau? It's a rivalry. It's it's Look, not there's, really. There, hey, the last four in a row, though. The Lions have won four straight against the Packers. With Jared Goff. So if they've won four straight, that means two of them were in Lambeau. Well, that also means it's not a rivalry. It's just one-sided to the Lions. A rivalry is when both teams win. Green Bay does not win against the Lions. The last four times. Historically, not a great look for the Lions. Dog, that's years. They haven't won in yeah. years. What have you done for me lately, Eddie? What is that from? That is from uh, Eddie Murphy stand-up. That is a deep, deep cut right there. I've never seen Eddie Murphy stand-up. Um... Raw and Delirious were uh, legendary. I love Monday Night Raw. Tell me more. <laughs> How do you feel about red leather jumpsuits? Um, Michael Jackson is not, I believe he should be canceled. Okay. Um, he canceled himself. Yeah. So he's that one out of the way. Here's how I know he's not canceled. We went to two weekends last, two weekends. We went to two weddings last weekend. There's Michael Jackson at both weddings. Uh, I will be a neutral observer here. I am not an authority on the court of law. Yeah. And nor will I act like I am. Speaking of, Michael Orr lost his conservatorship today. Never convicted. Of what? <laughs> You're talking about Michael? Being gross. Because he, he's super dead. And also, he's not really dead. There was a body double. Do you want me to tell you all about it? Yeah. I'm familiar with the Rolling Stones. Today, they found... The murderer of Tupac Shakur. Oh, and you're gonna, power king. You're going to sit here and tell me that Michael Jackson is actually dead? There's no way. First off, F your investigation yep. and, and the, the police force you, you claim. Because you should have figured this out a long time ago. This guy, the guy they busted, I won't use any names until he's convicted. No, why not? But he's been bragging about this for years. Did you read about this today? Yes. You know how he got busted? Bragging about it? Bragging about it. And then the police had a search warrant, busted down his door. You know what they were looking for? His memoir. He was writing a memoir? He wrote a memoir about all of his gang activity. I'll say his name, Dwayne Keith D. Davis. Now, I'm going to help Isaiah. Isaiah's from the mean streets of Chicago. Mm -hmm. He acts harder than he really is. <laughs> now, Isaiah. His toe doesn't. Davis is what you would call, in this instance, a shot caller. Uh -huh. He's a shot caller. Mm -hmm. Similar to being a baller. Where's the weapon? Oh, they got chunked a long time ago. If they were smart, they chunked it the night of. I think if you're so braggadocious, though, you like... Uh. Somebody, like it's at like some sort of trap house. You dip it in gold and put it on your mantle. Oh, that's super sweet. And no, it's not. It's the weapon they used to murder Tupac. I'm a huge Tupac guy. Here's a, uh, another little piece of information for you, Isaiah, because I know you're like you're on the fringe, Isaiah. Right now, anything in your life could go either direction, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Look to us for guidance. True. 
if you help someone commit a crime, that's the same as you committing that crime. Sure. I just need you to know that. Yes. Accomplice and or aiding and abetting. So he is arrested 27 years. Isn't that crazy? It's not as good as one year, but it's better than not at all. Dwayne Davis is the only living suspect in Tupac Shakur's death investigation. Yeah, people who commit drive-bys don't live to be 60. This guy's the exception, not the rule. Where's Suge Knight? He's already in jail. <laughs> He's not getting out either. Wild. So anyways, Michael Jackson's not dead. Okay. That's the whole point we're trying to get to. What, is he in Cuba with the also unmurdered Tupac? There is an island we've never heard of. There's a lot of islands we've never heard of. Yeah. You know how big and vast and scary the ocean is? It's actually... It's like almost as scary as the guests we had on. The wild, <laughs> the wildest part about you talking about how big the ocean is is actually I don't comprehend it. Because that's how big it is. Mm -hmm. like you if, don't even think about no. it. No. Because it's scary. Yeah. If someone were to claim like, hey, Fred, you like, you get the vastness of the ocean. I would say... No. You know how big it is? There's another continent underwater. A whole one. A whole ass continent. Yeah. And we didn't know about it until like a year ago. Submerged. There's a whole continent <laughs> with its own topography. Continents are gigantic. Gigantic. They're gigantic. It's like as big as like four Australias. This might not be a real percent. I think like 5% of the ocean has ever been seen. I don't know if that's correct, but you get the point. Sure. We've seen a lot of the ocean. It's 5% more than I watched of the Lions-Packers game last night. Thank goodness for me and my mental health. Blue whales will come up from deep in the oceans. They'll have huge squid arms, like, stuck to them from, like, epic underwater sea bottles that we know nothing about. And you're like, oh, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Where's the underwater GoPros? Yeah. <laughs> Who, where, is there an underwater barter town that we don't know about? Because yeah. the guest that we had earlier would say yes. Somebody needs to... Um, invent some kind of like small deep sea submersible oh, good idea. to go down to the bottom of the ocean and check this stuff out. Oh, gosh. I love that plan. It's a really good plan. I have at my house this hey, Fred, Bluetooth squeeze, squeeze controller. That, squeeze that Coke can. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Green Bay was not the story last night. Detroit was the story. They're running back that we for some reason thought was, was shoot hurt. He was not hurt at all. That was no. all a lie. Yeah, good job. Detroit is full of liars when it comes to, to David Montgomery. Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, Bill Belichick right there. You put the healthy ones on the injury report, you leave the hurt ones off, make them game plan, bing, bang, boom, Bob's your uncle, victory. And it was all about that run game. They had like 280 yards. What? In today's NFL? Yeah, and, you're not not, and you're not Miami? That's a lot of running for that team. Well, the thing is, if you... You keep pinning your opponent deep in their own territory, and they kick the ball to you. You don't got to go that far to score all these points. That's why they didn't have a ton of yards. They still had the rushing yards, though. They had enough. Yeah. It was ample. And Green Bay could do nothing. I didn't, I didn't physically recognize Jordan Love. I called you after the game. I go, I don't recognize this guy. He looked a little out of it on the sideline, didn't he? Like he just didn't really. He, kinda, he had that Jay Cutler, that or, Jay Cutler look on dang. it. Or perhaps they shouldn't have been playing on a Thursday. Save this one oh, for friggin' man. Sunday night. You're hitting the truth right there on the, the tip of the head. Yeah, replay that game on a Sunday. It's going to be different.
Dan Campbell, I don't believe, is a good coach. Am I wrong? No, he's a good coach. Is he? Yeah. What about him? He's not like Mike McDaniel. He's not some kind of offensive offensive mastermind. But he's a leader of men, and that goes a long way. Does that really matter at the professional level? I don't think it does. Look, I've harped ad nauseum on this program that head coaches don't matter the way you think they do. The coordinators matter. The coach, you're the head cheerleader. You're the leader of men. You're the one that keeps everyone accountable. Your offensive and defensive coordinator and all the position coaches, those are the guys in the trenches. Those are the ones that matter. Yeah, I agree a little bit. I feel it's like, super rare you get a Mike McDaniel or a Bill Belichick that's doing all the stuff. I feel like a lot of times coaches, like they're really responsible for like before the game, making sure everybody's in the right mindset, getting everybody riled up. Are but, we not talking about professional athletes? Am I over here acting like an idiot about what we're talking about? When I'm making millions of dollars a year, you know what I don't need? Is someone to say, hey, you know you got it in you today. I don't need that. In fact, if you try to do that to me, I tell you to miss me. Right. I say, miss me with this pep talk. Sure. Same thing with the GM at Arby's. Oh, miss me super with that. You got you got your <laughs> shift managers to teach them how to work the fries and the register. You don't need the general manager here trying to micromanage the whole fast food restaurant. You got your assistants for that. You got your shift managers for that. If there's ever a time when someone, and also, you know, my mindset, like, and we're going to go a little wrong on here, Isaiah, I'm sorry. You know, my mindset about work, everyone just works there. You just have different job titles. Sure. You'd be a player. You'd be a coach. Hey, you can, you can manage the team buses. I don't care. You all just work there. And if someone at my work comes up to me and says, Hey, we really need your leadership. Oh, I swear to God, dude, don't talk to me ever again. Like, don't, like, you need what? I manage the buses. Yeah. Well, every everyone has a bad day. You know, from friend of the show, uh, YMCA legend, Jacques Tony, Yeah, very frequent nice. contributor, said the players shouldn't need anyone to get them fired. I agree completely. I mostly agree. Here's how you got to think about it. Because not everyone, sorry, Isaiah, not everyone has a great day. I mean, sometimes I come in here and you're like, hey, Van, I'm going to need you to step it up a notch. And I'm like, but Fred, you know, Tupac's killer is still out there. How can I yeah, perform at a time was, like this? That really, really cast a shadow on you for a long time. Today I'm on cloud nine yeah. because there's finally justice for my boy Tupac Shakur. You're under so a not everyone cloud. has a great day all the time. Sorry, Isaiah, what are you saying? So, you know, you have the players that are being paid to play, but they're mm-hmm. also going against other people who are going out there and are paid to play. And if those guys are pumped up, jacked up, ready to run through a wall, and you're just out there like, oh, I'm here because I'm getting paid, chances are more than likely they may have more intensity and they may have a faster start to the game. Not- I'm not saying no, no, but I'm saying no. Yeah. Jordan Love had a QBR of seven yesterday. Am I am I mad at Matt LaFleur about that? Or is it I'm more worried about how good my hair looks when I take my helmet off Jordan Love? I don't, How did it look? I didn't watch it. It looked strong. That's yeah? what I'm saying. Okay, good. It was, it was, I'm sure he can afford a fantastic stylist He now. was ready for a night out on the town in the mean streets of Green Bay. Also, Packers fans, with the uncertainty of Jordan Love, if you told me that the Packers would be 2-2 two and two right now, one game behind the division lead, mm-hmm. I would say sign me up. Also, I need to apologize for something. I just cited QBR, but that's a garbage point because it's a garbage statistic, but I do like that it supported what I was saying. Okay. Okay. Pick and choose. That's what I'm doing here. That's what I do with the Bible. 
Similar energy. Similar energy for me. Yeah. Not all of it applies to me. Not going to lie. Continuing our NFL conversation, whenever we get back, we're going to go off the field because we spent some time on the show talking about this guy yesterday, arrest made in Las Vegas last night. It's Tumen on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Well, we've got a nasty accident eastbound Paseo del Norte at 4th Street. Now, emergency vehicles are going to push you into the one left lane. It's going to take you quite a while to get through that. Westbound Paseo del Norte, it's the rubbernecker slowing down for that accident that's going to slow you down all the way from 4th Street back onto I-25. Now, Alameda is not going to be any better. Overflow traffic is using that, so it's running slow from Jefferson through Corrales Road. And finally, I-40 westbound is running slow from the interchange through the river. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker Hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Shop in-store or online at AmericanHome.com. They guarantee you'll pay less. I'm Jerry Wright from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. Celebrate Cherry Fridays with these sports animals. Every Friday before a home game, we're turning the town cherry. Join these sports animals for a t-shirt raid in the parking lot of one Albertson somewhere in the city. Get your Lobo gear and home game tickets while supplies last. Join us from Albertson's on Ventura Street this Friday at 11 a.m. Get there quick and help us paint the town cherry from 95.9 FM and AM. M610, the sports animal. Hey, it's Fred from Two Men On. The Sports Animal is giving away a qualifier for the big London flyaway this Saturday at Fiesta Subaru on Lomas. We'll be there from 10 to noon. Stop by, put your name in to win, and check out the amazing new showroom at Fiesta Subaru at Lomas in Louisiana. A ductless mini-split heat pump system is a convenient, super comfortable, and a cost-effective way to cool and heat specific areas of your home. Their small size and versatility allow the units to be installed almost anywhere in your home, creating toasty hot air in the winter and cool, crisp air in the summer. Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning are your mini-split experts. Call them today for a free, no-obligation, in-home estimate. 505-898-8860. You want it right, right today. Get it done the Daniels way. Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Blake's Burger has been a New Mexico favorite since 1952. They use the best ingredients like their very own hatch green chili and fresh premium beef patties. And they cook your food fresh when you order it. Blake's Burger, The first there was, the best there is. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code FOOTBALL at checkout. That's harrys.com, code FOOTBALL. Enjoy! 
Ryder works on top of the world, but his roofing business has hit new lows. Because when people search for roofer near me, Ryder's roofing doesn't appear on the map, which means Ryder's roofing is not on the map. Cumulus Boost can help by managing Ryder's online listings, reviews, and dozens of other ways search engines determine which businesses get on the map. Cumulus Boost helps make sure Ryder gets the click. Visit cumulusboost.com to get on the map today. C-U-M-U-L-U-S boost.com. Cumulus Boost. Get on the map. Jeff Symbiana and JJ Bond. Wake up with the opening drive on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Had a little update on a thing. So we talked yesterday at length about Chandler Jones. Sure did. And um, it was wild. It was like wild. And he was arrested... So he goes on social media in the morning, does this big, long, did we say 26 minutes? Is that what it was? 26-minute Instagram Live. And in the Instagram Live, he's, like, breaking down and crying. And he's talking about Josh McDaniels, who's the head coach of the Raiders. Right. And Aaron Hernandez, who everyone is kind of familiar with his story. Mm -hmm. And then he was talking about how he believed, pretty unfoundedly, that Josh McDaniels had a role in Aaron Hernandez's death. Yeah. Which is kind of a wild thought. Um, so, I guess enough people or the right person, I don't know what verbiage to use here. Chandler Jones was then met by the Las Vegas Police Department and cooperated, but was booked in the Clark County Detention Center in Nevada currently still behind bars. Apparently, he violated a protective order, which I didn't know existed. Um, It's against someone, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that is where he currently is, is incarcerated. I can't really use my surprise space right here. You wholeheartedly believe that football coach Josh McDaniels was involved with Aaron Hernandez's death and that he didn't die in jail, but instead died out in a community somewhere and the previous offensive coordinator for your football team had something to do with it, who is now your current coach. I think that's all the red flags you need, that he needed intervention Apparently, like you said, violated a protection order. Right. I mean, that's finally all they needed legally to step in and try to give this guy some help. And in, that ends up interesting for me because you don't ever really know how actual or factual that thing is. Right. Like, did he really do that? You would think he did because he's still currently in jail. Mm-hmm. And I know a little bit about protection orders because I live in the world of media. And my understanding of them is they're not all physically adjacent. It can happen through digital correspondence. Right. It can happen through phone call, whatever. Also, you can influence third parties. There's kind of a lot of ways to jeopardize that. There's some alleged event with a neighbor where the neighbor felt threatened, and I think this might be where the protection order comes from. This is me inferring, reading between the lines here. But he says he's just, he wasn't, 
getting aggressive with the neighbor. He's just trying to protect the community and invite them over for gumbo. What? Yeah. Saying that he was injected with the substance. And the substance, oh, man, this. I hope he's getting actual help in this facility and they're not just locking him up just for violating the order. I hope they're doing right by him right now. Because I know while the mental health system is lacking, it is there to help. Sometimes they don't have all the resources they need. But I, all the people I know, you know, and if you don't know, friend of the show, I worked in the mental health field for over a decade. The overwhelming majority, when I say overwhelming majority, I'm talking over 99% of the people who work in mental health have all the best intentions and they are 100% there to help. Well, hopefully where he's currently at, he can receive the help that, in our opinion, he very much needs. With that said, if he can't, which is a possibility, at least at this point, it doesn't seem as if he can harm himself or others. That's the thing right there. That's the thing. Yeah. If, if you violate some kind of order, they have the authority to step in and protect you against yourself and then protect your neighbors, your friends, your family against the potential actions that you can commit when you're in a state like that. That's what I was going to ask you, Van. Like, how is the security in those places? Because I had a I had an old football teammate, um, obviously not going to name drop him. No. From a while ago. And um, he went into one of those um, facilities and I guess he lost control. And instead of like tasers or anything, like they went straight to, you know, like the excessive force. I, yeah. And, you know, it was, it was fatal. And I was wondering i was assuming like there would be security guards they were there but they just weren't big enough he was a big guy so chandler jones is like a big guy well he cooperated mm. so i yeah. mean i i can't really speak to and i'm sorry for that experience that you're aware of that's a tough one well no i'm yeah i'm just saying just like if people like do lose their cool like if they have to be protected from themselves like how is that usually handled because i feel like like if you got sometimes those big athletes understood yeah, usually security at those places, it's a mix of their in-house security and trained security and law enforcement, depending on who's there. Usually the people who work there do security at those places for a very good reason, because they can protect themselves and protect the, 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 the staff members there. Because, I mean, Chandler Jones is a big dude. He's a professional yeah, athlete. He is a, he is a bad, bad man. And I mean that because of his physical prowess, not because of, you know, his actions or anything. Well, and I'm but, very much recognizing mental health specifically as it causes, allows, enforces the idea of people to cause harm to others. I recognize that is right. very true. That's a lesser percent, from my understanding, you can tell me if I'm wrong, of people harming themselves. And I think... God, I'm really speaking from opinion here. I don't have any factuals in front of me. I think that is a is something that law enforcement is aware of. I think when law enforcement shows up to an episode, they don't believe that Chandler Jones is going to harm them as much as they believe Chandler Jones is going to harm himself. I don't know why I think that's true, but that's an opinion that I carry. It's uh, you're right and wrong. It's it's a huge giant sliding scale. Yeah. And, you know, in this situation, which is very unique because he's so much in the public eye, mm -hmm. 
that I can, I guarantee you the people who intervened on his behalf were very well aware of everything that's going on, whether it was the Raiders organization or they're following uh, his exploits on the Internet. They're very aware of what he's going on, his allegations, his mental state, and they acted accordingly. Hmm. I am now currently on team Chandler Jones for him receiving help that he needs. And then after for him to receive that help, that his journey, that his existence, I don't care about football in this moment, Mm -hmm. is filled with love and support. And if there is any way that he can utilize those two emotions, which may have been lost to him for some time. Sure. If we can use those to not just enhance his life and those around him, find that avenue to do that thing. Did you guys cover when he couldn't get into the facilities? Yeah, that uh, was our that was our first mention of and, this. And, and you know, I'm I'm thinking back to that now. And at the time, I was thinking that he was 100 percent in the right and they're in the wrong. But now I'm like, I wonder what that you know. What was the real true yeah, real really life happened. story? What was the real situation? Why they wouldn't let him in yeah, the facility? Like, he may have went there during like closing hours or something. Like as far as we're concerned, and he made a big hassle about it. Or in a unwell state, yeah. and they wouldn't allow him entrance. I find that more likely now that the rest of this information is starting to come out. I mean, he's got a brotherhood around him. I mean, and you know, with, you know, the concussions and CTE and the self-harm and the mental illness that happens from it. It's this is huge, huge in the NFL world, in the NFL community. And I hope the brotherhood rallies around him to help him out through this situation, because it's not just him versus the system which is the situation for lower socioeconomic people in this country who are experiencing these kind of mental states. They don't have the access to health care and mental health care right. and all the services that Chandler Jones can get to. So I'm hoping this, this, this story turns out a positive one and he's able to use his platform to help other people who don't have access to the same resources. And last, last little side note, why it's really important he got help now is that a lot of times when this happens to players, I guess kind of unlike Aaron, um, but a lot of times it happens when they're done playing. So this is happening while he still like has a little bit of the spotlight and still has like a schedule. I could only imagine how bad it would have gotten if he'd retired and he's just like at home trying to figure out his purpose. So hopefully he gets it together before that. Sure. Goes. Yeah, exactly that. I think we're 10, 11 years out from Junior Seahaw. Mm-hmm. And Junior Seau had a message at the end. I think his final words were a text message, which aren't necessarily appropriate for this right now, but he had a message about why he killed himself the way that he did so that he wouldn't harm his brain. Yeah. And he wanted that. NFL, you have had probably the most highest profile athlete in your sport to fall victim to CTE. That was 10 years ago. Why is there not a observation group, task force, party? Why is there not a group of dedicated individuals that have, and what I'm about to say is going to sound extreme, that have arm's length access to every single NFL player to say you're regularly damaging your brain by choice. You need to also by choice do these things. Right. It's been 10 years since Junior Seau. They've been picking up steam saying that they might use those um, those helmet cushions you see in practice a lot. 
people's penis. Like, why don't they use those all? Because they're not cool. They're not cool. They're not gonna. Yeah, they're not cool. Yeah. It's not gonna. It's not gonna help the bottom line. Yeah, because they. Because I, I think Fred, to a certain extent, what you're saying, it is slowly getting better, but they're just way behind the curve. Oh the, gosh, they I mean, they can't even see the curve from where they're at. The 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 Raiders did do wellness checks on him. Did check in on. Yeah, him. you're correct. Were wondering why he was behaving so erratically. They, it wasn't enough. It wasn't proactive, but they did do something. And something is way more than nothing. And when you're in a mental health crisis, usually why it gets to the point where it is now for someone like Chandler Jones is because no one does anything. Hmm. Wild. Wild. We'll start with our picks. When we get back, it'll be a little more lighthearted, I promise. Texts are still running in about the Android vision. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. Kind of stole the show. Also, 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Text Line. If there's a TV show I don't like, guys, I just don't watch it. You know what I don't watch? The Golden Bachelor. You know why? It's not for me. You know what I don't do? Text ABC and tell them it sucks. And keep watching. And keep watching. And listening and commenting and participating. Something like that. 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Text Line. If you text the show, keep in mind, we talk for a living. We have microphones. Like, do not try to match wits with the text. Also, we're not nice on there. Like, if you say weird stuff, we say weird stuff back to you. It's a fun game. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> About an hour and a half of this. Isaiah, why do all these texters hate you? What's their issue with me, man? <laughs> I'll try to fix it. What are you going to do? Put your foot down? Let's go. Nice. Nice. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right. The Sports Animal live chat. Facebook.com slash TalkABQ. You can come hang out with the boys. Lots of people are. Thank you to everyone who is. Lots to talk about me sucking with green chili. I mean, I get that. Well, deserved. Yep. Lots of uh, talk about Chandler Jones saying some of these episodes are why Bill Belichick traded him from New England. I think there's some truth in that conversation. Ooh. 505-246-0610, Sports Animal Text Line and Call Line. I'll tell you what, if you're texting crazy stuff to the show, which you currently are, just call 505-246-0610. We'll put you on air. You'll say something stupid, and we'll laugh about it. It'll be funny. It's a good bit. Isaiah, get your finger on the mute button. Also, Van just told me during the break that China wants all their pandas back from the United States, and I don't know what that sentence means. <laughs> uh, I I didn't believe it at first because it's like a perfect little word salad of things thrown together. Yeah, like China wants their pandas back. What are you talking about? This is a black and white issue here. Hi-o. We should have solved this already. Do you know anything about pandas? They have teeth to be carnivores, but they're too dumb, so they just chew on bamboo. Yeah. (laughs) Where do you get your protein, panda? Figure it out. My goodness. Isaiah, did you know that panda, female pandas, can only mate two times a year? Pandas are literally too dumb to breed. I'm not joking. They They have to force inseminate them. 
There's not a single sports team called the Pandas. You're wrong-ish. Are you about to mention Trash Pandas? I'm going to mention the Trash Pandas. As we know, not a panda. Cute, fun name for a raccoon. It's for a raccoon. Yep. The Rocket City Trash Pandas are a minor league baseball team of the Southern League of AA affiliate of the Los Angeles Angels. Fun fact, pandas can swim. Oh, that's not a fact. Mm -hmm. Some pandas, maybe. Well, not in captivity here in America. By the way, out there, if you got a nice zoo in your town with a panda, go visit your panda. Yeah, it's about to go. Yeah, you ain't going to be around much longer. I'm Googling sports teams. This is, this is Biden's America. China is taking back all their pandas. There's a huge, huge panda deficit in this country. I could fix it. Thanks a lot, Biden. Okay, stop. I mean, it's not <laughs> impressive. <laughs> All right, I got one here. Bearsandpandas.ca. So the University of Alberta in Canada. The Golden Bears and Pandas. So even when the panda is the mascot of a sports team, mm -hmm. it's not exclusively the mascot. The Golden Bears and Pandas for the University of Alberta. What? The A panda is soft for real. You ever try to hold an infant and it just keeps trying to fall out of your arms? Yeah, it's like trying to force its way through gravity. That's what pandas are just in life. Pandas diet, and we know they eat bamboo all the time. Pandas diet's 99% vegetarian. Yeah. But something inside them says... Hey, you big, dumb, black and white idiot. Yes. You need some protein. So they're like subconsciously forced to eat some protein. So only 1% of their diet is like they forage for eggs. Yes. And carry on. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? I think whenever you get on a plane. That's a, the rotten flesh of dead animals. Oh. They're too dumb to hunt for protein. A panda walks into you, a bar. You know what? Now that I think about it, take your stupid pandas back, China. I don't know why we got them in the first place. I will just spray paint a polar bear. Done. Isaiah, panda walks into a bar. Okay. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Look, Fred, if China thinks they can have their pandas back, that's fine. Okay. The ones you gave us, it's only fair. So they're taken back. In Washington, D.C. They're going to take back Mijiang and Tian Tian. Those are two pandas. Those are loners since okay. 2000. They're going to take those back. Did they have a baby? Here's the thing, Fred. Yeah, they had a baby. I knew it. They had a baby. Okay? That's an anchor so, baby. Xiao Ki Ji. That's our baby that's, panda. That's an American that's panda. That's an American panda. You can't have that American panda back. That's a nationalized panda. You can pry that panda from my cold, dead fingers. Yeah. You understand? What? These what? these black and white colors don't run. Why are you okay. also dead? In Wait, this hold scenario? on. <laughs> well, when I'm dead, you can have the panda back. Athletic director of the University of Colorado, Rick George, asked students to refrain from quote rushing the field unquote ahead of the home game against USC. <sighs> oh man! Oh man! By the way, that panda is going to be president in 35 years. Which one? So get your votes ready. Our little anchor baby panda, who's an American citizen now, 
Anyways, what's going on? Colorado asked its fans <laughs> to not rush the field after Colorado is going to beat USC. <sighs> what they should ask is to not embarrass us on national television. Please have the fans stay all the way through the fourth quarter as USC and Caleb Williams is going to put it on them even worse than Oregon did. Colorado beats USC. The fans are grabbing those goalposts from Boulder and walking them all the way down to Denver. Like, there is nothing that is going to stop that fan base. All the security in the world isn't going to stop Colorado students and fans from storming the field if they beat USC, which they won't. They're going to lose by 40. They might lose by 40, but here's the thing. They were 1-11 last year, Mm -hmm. and there's a conversation to be had about can this Colorado Buffaloes team beat one of the best teams in college football. They should not be able to. No, they will not be able to. Hey, I'm rooting for Coach Prime. I'm not a hater. All those people out there, you already got Prime fatigue. Guess what? It's not going away. Colorado's going to get all the money, all the NIL money, all the corporate sponsors, all the friggin' Nike or Under Armour money. They're going to mm-hmm. get all of it. All of it. Colorado's going to be a powerhouse in a year or two. This Coach Prime stuff is not a fad. It's not going anywhere. But for now, I will tell you, that roster is not good enough to compete with Oregon, Maybe to compete with USC. They're going to get smeared. Maybe we misunderstood this whole thing. And the athletic director for Colorado, this Rick George, maybe he has the belief there's just going to be a lot of Southern California fans there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. Or don't storm the field in disgrace. Yes. Has nothing to do with the celebration of an upset. Don't storm the field fueled by anger and disgust. That's why you don't storm the field. If Colorado wins this game, I'm giving you real numbers. Okay. If Colorado wins this game, the final score will be in quadruple overtime, 88 to 86. 88 to 87. Mm. 88 to 82. That will be the final score of this game if Colorado is able to do it. Because these two teams, they're full of gunslingers, my man. It's going to be somewhere. USC, somewhere in between 50 and 55. Colorado, somewhere in between 17 and 22. It's going to be a whipping. And again, I will say it. I'm on Team Prime. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a wild ride. But they are no USC. The actual story behind this is... This happened in that Nebraska game whenever they rushed the field, Colorado fans did. Yeah. And if you remember, this same AD just decked a kid trying to run out on the field. I like to party, too. I, I'm not mad at either one of them. <sighs> Let college kids be college kids, especially at a Power 5 school. Like... Because there's a lot of schools that aren't Power 5 schools. They're just joke schools. Mm-hmm. D2s, D3s, whatever. And you don't end up with cool celebration moments. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry your big upset win was on the road at TCU. Bummer. I get it. But your team also barely beat Colorado State. You know who else can beat Colorado State? Our beloved UNM Lobos. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Colorado barely beat Colorado State. You ain't got a chance against USC. Mm -hmm. And again, if they do, awesome. 
but you're not. USC in the points. Take them. Also, don't be surprised if after the game, it's Lincoln Riley, right? That's the head coach. Mm-hmm. If Lincoln Riley's not in the locker room saying, we're playing for wins. Yeah. They're playing for email clicks. <laughs> what? Yeah, what's uh? They're playing for the Facebooks. Mm. We're playing for the bowl. I used to be in Oklahoma. <laughs> hey, I left Oklahoma because I got scared of the tornadoes. <laughs> Actually, I do relate with that one. Oh, we missed the music. My bad, Isaiah. Last hour of the program is all predictions for the weekend. Let's go. As we tell you who's going to win, who's going to lose. And we encourage you to text the program, 505-246-0610. Give us your picks as well. Tuman on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.